Lowe's Provember event is back. In celebration of pros, we're offering special values on top tools to get any job done right. Head into Lowe's and check out the largest selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories. Right now, you can get a guaranteed tough DeWalt 20-volt max bear tool free when you buy a DeWalt 20-volt max drill or impact driver kit. Shop in-store or order online. Lowe's, the new home for pros. Valid through 1-5 while supplies last. Selection varies by location. U.S. only. Hi, this is Bob Costas, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. It's the ML Sports Platter all over the major platforms. Go ahead and download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. We are brought to you by Sit Mean Sit Syracuse, our good friends at Ken's Auto Detailing, Prestwick Golf, and Rosie's Corner. If you're in and around central New York, get on over to Rosie's today for lunch. You can get to Fish Friday each and every week. Mac and cheese available Thursday, Friday. Pizza, wings, pasta, hot and cold subs, and more. They've got Pepsi products and salads and, of course, desserts right out of the fridge and the counter as well. Don't forget about pairing your sandwich with a bag of chips and a nice pickle as well from Rosie's Corner, one of my favorite meals there. Now, turkey club, bag of chips, and a full pickle from Rosie's Corner. What a great lunch. Stop by lunch, dinner, Rosie's Corner. And by the way, we're just a couple of weeks away from that cold weather menu. And we're not really looking forward to the cold weather, but we are looking forward to meatloaf Monday, turkey slop Tuesday, chicken and biscuit Wednesday, uh, at Rosie's Corner, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. If you're in and around Central New York, get on over there, Route 11, in front of the Brewerton Bridge off the Bartell Road exit uh, off I-81. Um, I'm going to spend a few minutes on the, the USC football situation, and then uh, you're going to hear a crossover episode uh, with the Bills dad. He's a very famous dude. Uh, he's all over Twitter, Dick DeGroat. He's awesome, super nice guy, uh, born and bred, you know, living his life in Rochester, New York, big-time Bills fan. If you don't know who he is, what he does, he came out a few years ago, and he'll tell the story, so I don't want to ruin it, but uh, he does these videos. A few years ago, he started them, um, and they're songs on the Bills game days. And they're spectacular. And one went viral early. It might have even been the first one. And I believe his kids had just convinced, you know, you've got to keep doing this. You can't just do this once. If this strikes like this, and sure enough, he's got, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of like 8,500 maybe-ish followers on Twitter. Uh, When he puts out the videos, I retweet them all. When he he puts them out on Twitter, uh, there are probably about four to 500 retweets. He gets about three or 4,000 likes, sometimes more than that. Uh, week one leading up to the Pittsburgh game had I think it's up to five hundred twenty ish likes and uh, well over two thousand or, or well over two thousand likes and and, and and well over five hundred retweets. So go follow him on Twitter. That interview is spectacular. He's a great dude and super creative and fun uh, to chat with and one of the biggest Bills fans out there, certainly in Bills Mafia. What's next for USC football? You know, you hear a lot from everywhere. Right, the big boy alums are talking about what they need. The Carson Palmers, the Sean Salisburys, right? 
those kind of people out on national shows. Who's the next head coach? What should be the decision? And some people want the big name. Colin Cowherd mentioned, you know, hey, this is a gig where you need a big personality who understands basically a mini pro league. I'm paraphrasing, but that's kind of what he said. That when you get in a situation, you start winning and the drama and things that happen, it's almost like a mini NFL in, 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 at USC, just like uh, if things are really great at, you know, Florida State, Ohio State, you know, uh, I'm sure Alabama, Clemson are, are like that a ton right now, as is Ohio State. Uh, you need a big personality guy who's been there, <clears throat> you know, even a guy who's been in the NFL who could handle that gig almost more as a CEO than a head football coach in college. I don't know if that's exactly the right deal. Uh, I think they need a guy who can really recruit. Now, they had a guy in that in Clay Helton, but Clay Helton could not develop guys. They need a, they need a recruiter. They need a, they need a developer. And, and then they need a little bit of what Colin Coward was saying. They need a little bit of that, and, and they just got to go out and win football games. I mean, I think when you're winning, nothing else comes up, right? None of it comes up. Like, the broken locker room doesn't come up. Players being unhappy doesn't come up. Nothing comes up because you're winning. That's that's it. And a lot of things aren't problems, and some things are problems, but they don't come to the forefront because you're winning football games. I think that USC could go in a couple different directions. I think, number one, maybe you go pluck. You know, maybe you go pluck a guy with a major, major resume just to get kids there, right, to keep some of the SoCal guys there. I mean, look at there are a lot of players who have left out of California. Many of them have been quarterbacks. I mean, look at all the major quarterbacks out of uh, out of California, and they have all left for a better, bigger, you know, uh, uh, greener pastures. You know, uh, I mean, my goodness, DJ Uyunglele, you know, would be one of them. Um, you know, I think. Um, at least maybe, you know, I, I would say about, I don't know, I think I would say five, six, I'd probably say about five, for every 100 great players in California, maybe even, maybe even 50, right? I think five to seven of those players Every year, I'm not going to say should stay home because there's so many choices now. So many teams are on TV. They want to get to the pros. They play pro-style offense, blah, blah, blah. Get to the NFL. Great coaching. But I think there should be a a likely possibility that they stay and go to Southern California. It's SoCal. Alabama was nothing. Nick Saban, I mean, they were a lot under Bear Bryant, but, you know, they, um, you know, obviously uh, had their awful downturn. And I think, you know, when Saban got there, he obviously brought them back up from, you know, the doldrums. And part of how he did it was, hey, I'm going to go keep the kid at Hoover. I'm going to keep the kid from local Alabama high schools. I'm going to keep them here, and we're going to rebuild that way. He went to Alabama players, uh, you know, everywhere, quarterbacks, running backs, special teamers, and, and, and he said, I'm going to use the LSU theory while I do this in terms of going out and getting the athlete. 
and they'll be a football player if they don't have a designated position. And he went out and did that with a lot of guys. Look what happened. And then he kept doing it and doing it. And then all of a sudden, when four or five kids stay home, they're like, oh, maybe something's brewing here now. And then they go and follow in the footsteps. All of a sudden, Alabama becomes a premier program. They pump in players out to the NFL. Saban's becoming a legendary coach. All that stuff that goes on, that's what USC needs. They need a ripple effect arrival like a Nick Saban. Uh, and again, I understand, difficult to find. Nick Saban's the greatest head coach of all time in college football. He's arguably one of the greatest in all of pro sports history. But they need someone like that. Do you get a big name? I think you go one or two two directions. I think you go out and get a major big name who kids respect, who's an offensive mind, who you say, damn, we just hired him. I want to play for him. Maybe that guy's Eric Bieniemy. You know, maybe that's who that is. Sean Salisbury mentioned him. Maybe you go the route of just finding a guy who isn't appreciated, who's a fantastic recruiter and developer. All he does is win, 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 no matter what. James Franklin. James Franklin won at Vandy. How do you win at Vanderbilt? He won at Penn State. He's been winning at Penn State. And maybe he could go to USC and be their savior. I like James Franklin a lot. I think he's one of the top five coaches in all of the of, 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 of college football. I would take my chances on him. Um, I would take my chances on Biennemi, too. Uh, I think those are the two areas you got to go, though. You know, I think you got to pluck a guy who's already in the college game, who's already doing the big-time program thing, knows the expectations, etc., knows how to recruit but to develop, and who can strike keeping a lot of SoCal talent at USC. I'm not saying that you have to have all that talent in order to win again because you can get players from everywhere. I mean, just look at what Saban, Dabo, and all these guys Urban Meyer used to do. You know, you go out and get guys everywhere. Uh, but, you know, DJ Uyunglele should be taking a harder look at USC. He should Just a harder look. He might not go there, but he should be taking a harder look. I would go to James Franklin route, or I would go major, big splash name in the NFL, whether that's a coordinator or a head coach, but a major, big splash NFL type guy. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of guys out there who are a little out of the game at this point to get because they're either full-fledged into retirement, they're doing TV gigs, etc., or... They're just not moving from their NFL post. Pete Carroll's USC days are done, right? They're just done. He's in Seattle. He's building a resume going to Canton. I mean, there's just a few guys who are just not the proper fit there. But, you know, maybe you go try. Is a Dave O'Brien, you know, is a Bill O'Brien, is a Bill O'Brien the right guy? Eh, I, probably, I don't know. I probably, he's not really the great developer out there, right? Like, I would look at James Franklin or I would make a big splash. Uh, you know, Brian Dable was brought up, Buffalo Bills. I mean, would that be something that USC would take a look at? Maybe. Eric Bieniemy's got a little bit higher of a resume. I mean, he's, after all, Super Bowl champ. He's been there twice. He's been interviewed by many, many, many more GMs for head coaching jobs. Uh, Eric Bieniemy has a historical generational presence as a college football player. He was dominant um, in, in his day. I mean, I remember watching. I could not get enough. Uh, of, of watching him in, in college. I mean, he was so elusive, um, so elusive at Colorado. Um, but I, w- I would go one of those two ways with USC. I really would. All right, here we go. The ML Sports Platter brought to you by our great friends at Stanley Law Offices, Prestwick Golf, Welch & Company Jewelers, and your state farm agent, Matt Graham. Get a free rate quote today from Matt. It is SyracuseInsuranceAgent.com. If you're in and around the great state of New York, Home, auto, life, business, health, you name it, Matt Graham can help you out and ask 
about that rate drop that State Farm has been at, uh, uh, introducing here recently as well. Matt Graham, State Farm, your official insurance agent of the ML Sports Platter. Also want to throw a tip of the cap thank you to the uh, Whitaker and Swan families for their support of the program and Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State. Get your taxes in a uh, tax uh, your tax free financial planning uh, in order today. Uh, tax efficient, I should say. Uh, he's got every plan under the sun. We're happy with what we're doing right now. You might send a kid to uh, to college. You might have a situation going on where you're retiring. Maybe you're changing job fields. Go with Brian Conboy today on LinkedIn, on Facebook. Brian Conboy, Mass Mutual New York State, the official financial advisor of the ML Sports Platter, advisors.massmutual.com. Here's the Bills dad, Dick DeGroat. You're listening to a Brawl Network production. This is a podcast for the best fans in the NFL. Are you in the mafia? Am I in the what? It's time for a Bills Brawl podcast. Second down and seven. Kelly with the tie. Indeed, another edition of the Bills Brawl. I am your host, Mike Lindsley. What's going on, Bills Mafia? I have an unbelievable interview planned for you here on this edition of the episode. I am so pumped up to uh, to chat with uh, Bills superfan Dick DeGroat. Uh, you may or may not know this. Most of you probably do. Uh, he's on Twitter, at Dick DeGroat, and He's a super fan of the Bills. He does Bills Dad videos. He's known as the Bills Dad on Twitter. His stuff is awesome. It's hilarious. It's creative. You name it, he does it on Twitter. He's got over 9,000 followers, and literally all of his videos get hundreds of retweets and thousands of likes, and he does it all in a perfect bar-type setting. Uh, We're going to talk right now with Dick DeGroat, the Bills Dad, here on Bills Brawl. Dick, this is incredible. Thank you for a few minutes. How are you? I'm doing great. Great to be with you today. So I'm going to really highlight, I mean, we'll get to this year's team and and, and, and all all that uh, in in due time. But really, I want to start off with how the Bills Dad thing uh, with the videos and and the songs and everything on Twitter, when did it start, and what gave you the idea? Well, it started. It was it was an accident, actually. It was uh, 2017, uh, the week before we opened up against the Jets. Uh, our kids always come over and watch the game with us, and so typically there are texts going back and forth: who's making what, what are we and all that sort of thing. And uh, the week before, I'm sitting there, and I just got a little creative, and I thought, well, rather than send him a text, I'm going to make a little song. And I did a parody of Benny and the Jets, and I did Can We Beat the Jets? And uh, I sent it to them as a text, and that was it. Um, my kids know I'm crazy, and that's all there was to it. Well, a buddy of mine saw it on Friday night that week. He said, this is hilarious. you got to put this on the mafia, do this, do that, and other. And I'm not a techno guy, so I was like, dude, I said, I have no idea what you're talking about. So the next morning, he finally says, look, just put it on Facebook. He says, we'll handle it. 
And I put it on Facebook, and it went viral that weekend. Uh, the news picked it up, and they started calling me Bill's dad because I was a dad inviting my kids over to watch the game. And uh, they started going, we need another song next week. We need another song. And it just kind of snowballed on me. And uh, we've had a lot of fun with it ever since. But it was crazy the way it started. No doubt. I mean, you get hundreds of retweets. You get thousands of likes. And... Your video from this past week, uh, it's over 45,000 views on Twitter, so uh, it, it's remarkable. Do you have a music background? I, I have a little bit of a music background. I've always, I've always been musical. You know, I was in some bands uh, when I was young, just, you know, the college-type stuff. And and uh, actually in church, I led a lot of worship teams that were, were phenomenal, a group of musicians and things, did some great stuff. Uh, but now I'm just an old guy with a worn-out voice, uh, you know, <laughs> singing into a cell phone in his basement with no reverb or anything. So it's long, but I think that's kind of some of the charm of it. Apparently, people like seeing an old guy just be goofy. <laughs> All right, and in this, the setting that you do it in, that's at your home, like in a downstairs bar, or what's where yes, is that? Yes, okay. that is that is a bar right in our basement. Uh, right. Uh, my wife was the, the designer of it, and then Bill's Mafia has taken over decorating it with wow. lots of stuff. I see, I see. When did you, uh, are you from Western New York originally? When did you first fall in love with the Bills? Uh, the Bills became my team uh, when I was very young. And uh, yes, because I'm from the Western New York area, from the Southern Tier, a little town called Friendship, New York. There my you wife go. And I both, we both grew up there. I'm, and, a, uh, I'm a Bonaventure grad. Oh, there you go. And, uh, yeah, so we were high school sweethearts, and wow. uh, so been in the area for a long time and, uh, you know, bounced around the Northeast, but uh, Western New York is our home. Yeah, no doubt. Dick DeGroat, the Bills dad, with us here on Bills Brawl, at Dick DeGroat on Twitter. Go give him a follow. Check out all of his um, his videos on the Bills. Uh, rough week one, obviously. Miami this weekend. What do you make of this year's team so far? Uh, I was numb when the game was done. I, I, I just, I was so in shock. I was like, who was that? Because it just didn't look like what I was expecting. Uh, I think the team uh, just, just wasn't clicking. It's like that, almost like they hadn't found their rhythm and there were some costly mistakes and things that uh, uh, I was just feeling like I was in shock, but I have a feeling we'll bounce back. We just, our team is too great. Our coaches are too solid and uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to be okay. Just fine. Excuse me, my dog's about to bark because my wife is coming back. Perfect. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think they're going to be a they're going to be a solid team. It's just uh, we've got to we've got to get our rhythm back. Um, who are some of your favorite Buffalo Bills through the years? Through the years, I I, I would have to go back to the Super Bowl years. Uh, Mark Kelso was a guy that we got to know personally on the side. Loved him. Um, and, uh, also, I mean, Cornelius Bennett was just a great player. We interact a lot on social media. In fact, Cornelius Bennett says he wants to do a video with me sometime. Hmm. So I've told him, I said, you know, next time you're in town, let me know. <laughs> so I don't know if he sings, if he dances, if he, if he what, but, uh, I, I would love to have him get in on one with me. So that, that whole team from back in the Super Bowl years was phenomenal. I, we, we loved following them. No doubt, no doubt. So if Bennett gets to the bar, you should have him watch the game with you and uh, and, oh, do, and do oh. like a little Peyton Manning, Eli Manning version of your own with Bennett uh, and, oh, and just, and just hit Facebook Live watching the game with commentary. That would, that would be phenomenal. I mean, I have to tell you a little story. I'm talking about Cornelius Bennett. Uh, my wife, uh, she, she's watched football through the years, but she 
through she's the person behind the camera holding the cell phone videotaping all these crazy things she's <laughs> learned so much from these songs uh that she's become a fan and and stuff and i'll have, i have to tell you i i turned the phone to her one time and showed her a picture of cornelius bennett i said do you know who this is and she said yeah that's biscuit <laughs> not, i mean not only did she know she used his nickname i tell you you, you couldn't be a man more in love when, than when she did that isn't, <laughs> it was isn't that great so do yeah. you get to games often or do you just watch them at home we generally watch them from home okay. um it just hasn't fit our budget uh to to be you know season ticket holders and things but uh, when this was started we were so blessed uh, a lot of fans just started contacting us and saying hey listen i've got an extra ticket i've got a couple extra tickets you want to go and i was like sure mm-hmm. so uh, in fact we got to or i got to go uh, with some people to the uh, snowboard time game against the Colts a couple years back because of that and boy what a treat that was to be there for that so how long does it take you for a typical video, you know, to prepare for it, to read content, write the lyrics, and, and you're memorizing this, right? You're not reading it off right. of a teleprompter, right. which is, which is yeah. the most amazing part for me because and you never slip up. I mean, what, like <laughs> how it must take a lot of time to just prep the segment. Well, does it not? My, my, my wife would differ with you on how many times I mess up the words. She, she has to put up with all the redos, but uh, yeah, typically what will happen is I will wait till after uh, the Sunday game, like I did this week to kind of get a feel for what happened, what's going on, where we're going. And um, so then I, I have to choose the song uh, I do have a long list of possible songs because some are suggested by fan, other fans, and I can pull from that. But you know, I've got a lot of songs in my head, so picking the song is the toughest thing. Once you get that, then I just look at the lyrics and begin to change them and adapt them to what's been going on. I usually will have that done by by Monday night. Uh, this week, I happen to uh, you know get the song and. That night as I'm in bed, I'm, I'm writing the song as I'm in bed and it was done by Sunday night. But then throughout the week, I'm retooling it in my head. Uh, so by the time I get to Thursday night when we usually videotape it, I've got it pretty much memorized. And then uh, hopefully it won't take more than just a few takes and then we, we do it. I just have a couple more quick ones for you. Um, the new stadium, uh, are you in favor of a new one? Where would you like it if they if they do 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 it? You know, um, I think a new stadium is inevitable. That they they got to do something because it's going to cost too much to renovate. Uh, I I'm not so much in favor of downtown. I just think it's going to be difficult for traffic and tailgating. I think. I think you've got to keep the mafia in mind. And so I think the idea of keeping it where it's at, or if you're going to go to some other location, keep it where there's plenty of room for tailgating. I think that's fine. Um, I have no choice whether it's dome or not dome. I'm okay either way on that. I am a little disgusted with the idea that they might have less seats. Uh, I think that there's a lot of people that that love to go to these games. Uh, I think we expect that with a new stadium, the price is going to go up anyways. But if you reduce the number of seats, that's even going to drive it up more. And I think for Western New Yorkers, we're just not, we're not New York City. We're not L.A. I, I think it might become difficult for a lot of people to, uh, to afford going to games. Okay, so you are sponsored uh, by PLB Sports. I see the banner in the background of your videos. Um, yes. but, but does your bar have a name? Uh, we just call it Double D's. Okay. Uh, uh, because uh, my name is Dick DeGroat. My wife's name is Denise. So okay. it's, it's Double D fits for both of us. Or it's um, 
uh, excuse me, it's uh, for, for, you know, both of us or whatever. So we just call it double D's, but now it's kind of become known as Bill's dance bar. Uh, you know, we had a guy come over one time cause we had a gas leak and he's down there working on the gas leak and comes up to my wife says, is that Bill's dance bar down there? <laughs> and, uh, he recognized it from the videos. So, um, yeah, we have a lot of fun. We entertain uh, folks coming by. We have the family over. Uh, we have the place packed out, having a, having a ball down there. That's awesome. And you're in Rochester now, the the area of Rochester. That's correct. Okay. We uh, we live in Arundelcoit. Oh, great and, place. Um, yeah. Yep, we uh, we we like it here. Our kids and grandkids are all here, so we enjoy Perfect. it. And we're not too far from the stadium. It's a little bit of a drive, but uh, I, 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 it's amazing as we got to know the mafia through all of this, how many people there are that are season ticket holders that drive five, six, mm-hmm. eight hours mm-hmm. and some fly cross country yep. with season tickets. And I'm just like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah, I mean, the dedication when the team even is losing, and obviously they're good again now, and, and you know, all the charitable uh, – endeavors and, and, and donations and all the rest. I mean, I know that every major great fan base can make their argument, but I've been in sports media for about 20 years. I've covered all the sports. I've been in and around locker rooms, met a lot of people, and I there might be a little bias to it for me, sure, but I think that Bill's Mafia is the best fan base in pro sports, Dick. I do. I am, I, I am so impressed with it, and, and I have to tell you, it's so much more than what the media makes it out to be. They they tend to highlight the craziness, you know, just the, the drunkenness, the goofiness. Um, but, but there's a lot of great people, hardworking people, just love the Bills, very charitable, very giving. And, uh, and that's one thing I've, I've got to say uh, with the sponsorship that came to us this past year. I mean, we just got a, a call on a Saturday morning from the owner of PLB Sports and Entertainment. And with, uh, you know, proposing this idea and we were like, well, this sounds great because, I mean, it not only benefits me because someone's sponsoring the videos, but working with this company, they, uh, I don't know if you're very familiar with them, but they work with top, top athletes and entertainers, uh, you know, not just Bill's ones, but other great ones doing food products. And every one of these food products then donates to the the player or the entertainer's uh, charity of choice. And so it's just a great, great group of people uh, doing some fantastic products. And so it's been a blast to work with them. So what is your dream that hasn't been achieved yet with all the, you know, the segment and the bar and and what you're doing? I mean, is there, is there something that you are are, are thinking that, man, I, I wonder if I could get Jim Kelly or Thurman Thomas to come here and watch a game or, you know, have a wing party or, um, you know, what's the, what's sort of the, uh, what's, what's the dream right now? If you could, if you could achieve one. Well, you know, I've never even dreamt about those kind of things because I kind of think they're unattainable for me, but that would be phenomenal. Uh, I do have high hopes of meeting Josh Allen and hanging out with him. I would have had the opportunity this past year because PLB Sports works with him, and they had a day where they spent the day tailgating with him, and I unfortunately couldn't make it that day, so I'm hoping they do it another time so I at least get to meet and hang out with them. Um, For me, the the dream really is just to to join the Mafia in a Super Bowl victory parade, you know, be, be there with them screaming loud and all of that uh i mean i already had the song in mind for what i was going to do if we went to the super bowl last year and that one is going to be kept on the books and hanging in there because i think it will work well but uh i would just like to see us all finally get that that uh that super bowl win have you ever thought about what the heck it would be like i mean my gosh i I mean you know would buffalo this would the city still be standing dick my goodness oh it's it's it will be one of the wildest parades ever. I mean, I think the 
the joy. There's a lot of, you know, pent up anxiety for a lot of years for right. especially the older ones who we, we lived through those four Super Bowls that we lost. Great teams, but we just came up short and we're just waiting for that one. And I think there is going to be, you know, people in their 90s and people, you know, 10 years old celebrating together, just going crazy. Would you be able to handle a Bill Super Bowl loss if they made it this year? Just made it? Uh, I, I, I would. I would. Okay. I've done it before. I can handle it again. Okay. Uh, but, but I, uh, I, I hope we don't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, final, final one for you. Are you, yeah. um, you know, right currently, right now? Are you, are you retired? Are you partially retired? What, what have you done? You know, for for work, um, you know, in, in in your life here. And obviously, I know you're working on social media because you're doing these videos every week. But what what's yeah. kind of been your professional background? It, it, it bounced around. I was a. Uh, I started out of college as a, a tennis professional, teaching tennis professional. Really? Uh, yep. And then, uh, then I followed the family business, which was to become a minister. And oh, wow. uh, so I, I'm a minister. Still, am a minister. I'm a small church. Meets meets right in my home every Friday night. And cool. uh, so it's it's great. I do that, but I also work at a golf course. Been doing there for about 20 years, and that's kind of my semi-retirement mode now. I work at the golf course three days a week. I still have the church that meets in my home. Wow. And uh, slowing down just enough so that I can, you know, enjoy life with my wife and uh, and uh, scream loud for the bills. No doubt. No, which golf course is it? Ravenwood Golf Course. Oh my gosh! I played there this year for the first time, uh, and just was you know St. Bonaventure had an alumni tournament there, golf with sure, the Bonnies. Sure. And yep. I couldn't make it to that, but I did play a few days later, and I was blown away. You know, I've driven by it so many times on I ninety. Sure. And I said, I got to get there. I got to get there. And so many of my friends have played. So many of my media buddies have played. And I finally did it this year. And man, a lot. Every hole is spectacular. It is. It's a great, great course. And, and uh, it's a great family atmosphere at the club. They're just good people. And, and I really love working there. No doubt. Dick DeGroote, the Bills dad, at Dick DeGroote on Twitter. Go give him a follow. Check out his videos. Dick, thank you a million for coming on. I'd love to have you back. And go, Bills. It's my pleasure. We'll, uh, we'll do this again at Super Bowl. Angie's List is now Angie, and caring for your home just got easier. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or a dream remodel, Angie makes it easy to see reviews, compare quotes, and connect with top local pros who can get the job done right. Plus, you can see upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. No phone tag, just the work you need done at a time that works for you. Angie's got your to-do list covered from start to finish. Book your next home project today at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot I haven't really woken up until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. McDonald's. I'm loving it. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.